Are you tired of your content not getting the reach it deserves? Change that at Grow With Video Summit. From May 23rd through the 25th, join industry leaders like Gary Vee, Ali Abdal, Patrick Bet David, Cody Sanchez, and more for strategies that will elevate your visibility and engagement. So go to summit.thinkmedia.com to secure your ticket. Just click the link in the description or go to summit.thinkmedia.com. Video gear, equipment, when should you upgrade? What should you upgrade? If you're looking for ways to save time, increase productivity, elevate your brand, and ultimately create better content, then this episode of the Think Media Podcast is for you. I've been on YouTube for 17 years. I've been doing video, teleprompters, cameras, tripods, lenses, all this different stuff. And I'm going to distill a lot of my best tips and mistakes in this episode. And I'm going to make some complex things simple. So whether you're advanced or beginner, I think you'll get a lot of benefit as you listen to the end. And I'm going to be sharing a few warnings and mistakes that people make with gear that'll save you thousands of dollars and that will help you from wasting time and making things too frustrating and complex and a lot more. And so today's episode is brought to you by thinkgearguide.com. This is one of the coolest things we've created at Think Media. It has an FAQ of the updated cameras and microphones and lighting that we recommend. Things always shift and change. So we have answered all of your questions all in one place. And we're also doing a giveaway of a YouTube studio and a camera. And all of that is at thinkgearguide.com. So we'll link that up in the show notes and I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. So here's the big categories that we're going to break this episode down into. We're going to talk about what are the benefits of upgrading your gear? What are the three big elements of video? What are the four primary camera kits that you may already be using or considering upgrading to? What is my video gear upgrade checklist? And then finally, four questions to summarize the entire episode so you have some clear next steps. So let's quickly cover what are the benefits of upgrading my camera gear. I think one of the main benefits is to speed up your workflow and to save you time. A lot of times when we think about getting a fancy camera, we think about I want my videos to look better, to look cooler, to have the cool blurry background, those types of things. But a lot of times I think your dollars best spent are spent on speed. If you can have a camera that is so easy to work with because of the way you can pull the SD card out and then put it into a computer that can edit your videos quicker than your previous computer, saving you time is saving you money. Now, another benefit is, of course, improving your quality. And another benefit is elevating your brand. Paul Rand said, design is the silent ambassador of your brand. And by design here, I'm applying that to say the way your videos look, the way your videos feel, the way your set looks, the way your lighting looks, this is an accelerator of trust. If you're a business professional, this can help you close business because people take you more seriously when you show up more professionally and people take you more seriously when your design and your video is on point. Now, you know here at Think Media, we always talk about the content value being more important than the production value and we kill excuses here at Think Media and decree that resourcefulness is more important than your resources. So I would never want you to listen to this episode and be, well, I can't actually succeed then if I don't have the fanciest stuff. That's not the point. But as you are thinking about the brand you want to build, the business you want to build, and as you experience some success, I highly recommend reinvesting dollars into the elevation 
and the evolution of your content. It's also a service to the viewer. Better content, better sounding audio, better video, better editing makes a better experience for the viewer. And we are servant leaders. We are in the business of adding value and giving the viewer the best experience possible. When you're obsessed with the viewer experience, you will be obsessed with improving over time the quality of your content. And then also upgrading your gear, another benefit is the empowering of your storytelling. And this could look like having different camera lenses that create different looks. Different lighting creates different moods and different feels and can be flattering or even just accurate. If you're doing beauty tutorials and different things, you want to make sure the shadows and the lighting and the colors of the makeup, of the skin tones. There's a lot of reasons why improving gear can actually empower your storytelling and give you the tools necessary to convey certain messages. And so what are the three big elements of video? If we go as broad as possible before we niche down, the three big elements is an acronym that's very famous and you need to know it. A-V-L. Stands for audio, video, and lighting. So if I'm assessing a YouTube video and essentially the totality of the experience of consuming YouTube, a few things are happening. One, audio. So what does the audio sound like? Can I improve my microphone? What is my background noise? Am I gonna be blending music into this video? How is that blended? Video and lighting really work together because cameras crave light. And so what is my video quality? This could include lenses and does it have a blurry background? Is it a nice picture image? What's the resolution? Is it 1080p? Is it 4K? And then lighting is going to influence how the camera performs, how the video looks, but it also can add dynamics. Do I want to have a vibe of RGB, meaning red, green, blue, meaning color lighting? Do I want to you know, have my room kind of be blue or have some color lighting behind me of some kind? All of these different things could be an aspect of AVL. One letter that we add at Think Media is S, and that stands for stabilization. And it could be a checklist of maybe upgrading your gear to say, am I going to upgrade my stabilization, get a tripod? Am I going to get a camera, video? Am I going to get a new camera? Am I going to get a light kit? And am I going to get a microphone? And in a broad categories, those are the three or four big elements of video. But what are the four primary camera kits? I'll tell you all four, and then I will describe each one. Number one is a smartphone setup. Number two is a desktop setup. Number three is a fancy camera. Couldn't come up with a better name than that. And number four is a specialty setup. And so number one, a lot of us start creating YouTube content with just our smartphone. It's a huge opportunity. In fact, with vertical video and shorts, all you need is your smartphone. And one of the amazing things about the time we're living in is that the video cameras on our smartphones today are superior to the film cameras just a few decades ago that were making multi-million dollar movies. And so there's a lot of power in your pocket. Now, when we think about number one, the smartphone setup, I think about the idea that you can accessorize your smartphone with AVLS. You can get a tripod for your smartphone. You could get a plug-in microphone for your smartphone or a wireless microphone. You can get sometimes lenses to improve the video, a wide-angle lens that screws on to a case. Oftentimes unnecessary. Maybe your iPhone already does wide-angle, but just different things you could think about. And then, of course, lighting is going to make the camera on your smartphone better. And so that's kind of one level. And what I would ask for you to do is to pick which of these camera kits am I using right now 
which one could I maybe improve and which one could I upgrade to? Because starting with your smartphone is a great place to start. And for a few dollars, literally $10, $20 wireless microphone, a $50 light kit, a $20 tripod, you can really accessorize your smartphone at a high level. And again, as a reminder, I know we're super tactical in this episode. This is why thinkgearguide.com is so important. I'm gonna be giving you these broad categories and this broad thinking. You might be wondering, Sean, what are the best accessories for my smartphone right now that you guys at Think Media would recommend? That's at thinkgearguide.com if you wanna get super specific. But after a smartphone setup, you may wanna build out a desktop setup. At Think Media, we call this your battle station. This is essentially something that 99% of us, if not 100% of us already have because we attend Zoom meetings or sometimes work remote or work from home. And so on the most basic level, if you have a laptop with a webcam, you have a desktop setup. You have the ability to connect to the internet, use your laptop microphone, your webcam, video camera, light from your room, and you could put out some video. Now, that's gonna be pretty low quality. Of course, if you elevate that, you think about streamers, you think about people that record content at their desk, and we have the opportunity to, of course, have a crispy camera, one of our favorite tools is like the Cam Link, and you don't even have to spend that much money. There's like a cheap $20 version, which allows you to use a USB port and plug an HDMI cable into it and use a fancy camera. And so your desktop setup, your battle station, may be the camera kit that you want to build out. Do you want to create content from a home office? Do you want to teach? Do you want to interview other guests and experts and create a video podcast? This is something that I primarily do. I'm actually sitting in Anderson Studios here in Las Vegas right now with a crazy video podcast set up and you know, a lot of camera gear around us with what's happening here. But in my home office with a USB mic and with a fancy camera and with lights that are mounted to my desk and with streaming software like StreamYard, which is still one of our favorites, not even a sponsor of this video, but streamwiththink.com. We love it so much. And we'll link up resources in the description. And that's my battle station. And what I like about it is it's a sustainable workflow. I love to teach. I love to teach from slides using something like PowerPoint or Keynote. It might be something you want to do. If you're a business-minded creator or an educational creator, you can react from a desktop setup. There's a lot of opportunities you can do from a desktop setup. Of course, the downsides is it's not mobile, right? You're, you're stuck to your home office Oftentimes, as you build it out, you're really stuck. A lot of wires and cables, and it's not an easy-to-move setup, which brings us to number three, and I would call this a fancy camera. I would call this a separate, designated YouTube content creation camera that you're setting up at your office, at your home, in your living room, in your kitchen as you're doing your cooking tutorials. Now, little footnote is that that fancy camera, it's not like you want to buy a bunch of them could also maybe be the fancy camera you use for your desktop setup. These, these categories could overlap. You can certainly use a smartphone at the peak levels of quality if it's a newer phone in 4K with good lighting and a good microphone. It might not be much different than a fancy camera. But when I say fancy camera, we're talking about cameras that you maybe are looking for and that are on your shopping list. Maybe it's a Canon R10. Maybe it's a Sony ZV-E1. These separate dedicated YouTube cameras 
that have a lot of benefits, typically the biggest one being video quality, frame rate, maybe microphone input, headphone jack. It's pretty impressive how amazing video quality looks on smartphones these days. But just look at the form factor of a smartphone. It's super shallow, super thin. Sure, the newest phones, the camera lenses are popping out a little bit. They're embossed a little bit. You know, they're trying to cram as much into this tiny form factor as possible. And then compare that to a full-size lens on a camera that is larger and more fancy. What you're getting there is you're getting larger sensors. That's where all the light and data is collected. So you have a bigger sensor, bigger than like half the size of your phone if it's a full-frame sensor. It's a giant sensor. You've got these really nice lenses. And these are not essentials to success on YouTube, but the reason people go and upgrade these types of things is what we're using for this setup right here. Like this is so crispy because we're using full-frame cameras with great lenses. This would be the fancy camera level. So all of that to say is you got to ask yourself the question, is that where I want to elevate my quality to? Is that where I want to elevate my brand to for my home office, for a vlogging setup, for a travel setup? I think that's an important question as well. For as fancy as these cameras are, they actually aren't very good for vlogging. They're a little too heavy. They're a little too bulky. For a video podcast in a studio like we've set up here, and if you're listening to the audio version of this episode and you um, haven't visited us over on YouTube, this might be an episode to check out so you can at least see what the video version of this podcast looks like. But all of that to say is that this might be the leap you want to make. And I want to encourage you to be cautious on the leap because as soon as you step into this world, I'm looking at tripods, audio click-on modules to the Sony FX whatever with XLR cables, and we've got you know lighting and dynamics behind me. It's all cool. And I encourage you to step up to that level eventually, but I've also learned that complexity is the enemy of execution. So I'm a huge fan of using whatever camera kit you feel comfortable with right now and allows you to create the best content for where you are right now and to not really get ahead of yourself because too many people get too complex with their setup and then they don't know how to use all the gear. They don't know how to set it up. And then number four, before we go to the next category, is a specialty setup, a specialty setup. So your specialty setup is action cameras, drones, and specialty cameras. You can use a GoPro for everything. You actually can live stream from it. You could use it as the computer in your home office, but I wouldn't recommend it. Why? Because they do terrible in low light. They have a weird, really wide angle lens. It's not weird when you're BMX biking or snowboarding or even vlogging while you're hiking, but it's a little bit weird to use in different environments. Your drone could probably be used as a webcam, but I wouldn't recommend it. Like it's a little sketchy. So there's specialty cameras, which are worth considering upgrading. And typically I would recommend you add them to your kit after you already have some foundational gear. It'd be money spent in the wrong order to have the best drone in the world, but not to be able to have your foundational A-roll content be nice and crispy because you didn't get that set up. Unless, of course, the only footage you were creating was drone footage for some reason. And so those are the four primary camera kits. The smartphone setup, the desktop setup, the fancy camera setup, or the specialty setup. Which one are you using currently? Which one do you want to use next? For the full-time content creator that's been doing this for decades, you probably have all of them. Like at Think Media, we use them all. I use my smartphone all the time. I am typically at my 
Battle Station. I'm in the fancy studio right now. I've done many snowboard trips and drone flights and all kinds of things that we've incorporated into videos. And the specialty setup's also good, again, for storytelling. Like sometimes you may have a drone just for the establishing shot. Like if you think about sitcoms, they start with outside of the building. You think about Jerry Seinfeld, we start outside of the restaurant and then you see them sitting in. Now, of course, you could just grab that shot on the curb in Jerry Seinfeld, um, the show. But with a drone, you could have just an establishing shot. With a GoPro, the camera fits places that other cameras wouldn't. We're maybe getting a little too complex, but these are just, I'm bringing you into my process of how I think about upgrading gear. So let's hit my checklist. So what is on the video gear upgrade checklist? I want you to use this to audit your setup and then make plans for the future. And as a reminder, I'm not suggesting that you need to upgrade anything, but when you think about the things you could upgrade, it allows you to make a plan. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I've learned that it's important to have a vision. Like I've, I remember drawing visions for my office. How did I want my office to be set up? I was drawing it with pencil thinking about the room, thinking about where desk could be. Vision is powerful. So even if you can't fully do this today, those who set goals, those who have a clear vision, those who really get a strong picture of their ideal future, maybe it's not next year, but maybe in the next three, five years, you literally could build out your dream studio. And I want to encourage you to be patient on the journey. I mean, even here at Think Media, Kyle just revolutionized this video podcast studio that we've been building out. I've been at every stage of the game. I've been by myself filming videos in my loft at our echoey house with you know, my wife's friends making noise and being super frustrated because I didn't have my ideal circumstances, but I've always had a clear vision and we've been able to level up as we go. So here's a list of 12 things that you might want to upgrade and you want to ask, could this help me go faster? Is this piece of gear out dated or no longer producing? Is it creating something frustrating? Like number one is the camera. Do you want to upgrade your camera? And when we think about cameras, it's maybe not just to have the latest, fanciest camera. There's a lot of practical reasons you absolutely should stretch yourself to upgrade the camera. Maybe it's you're doing long form content, but your camera has a 30 minute record limit. Absolutely a frustrating thing. That's You can work around it, but it sucks. So if you just solve that problem, now you're saving you're reducing stress, you're increasing speed, maybe you're ready to go 4K. Sometimes when you use a camera, the different codecs, which is how it actually captures the footage, some are better than others. So you're like, yes, it's 4K, but I move it into my video editing software and my computer crashes. Like it can't even handle it. That could be that could mean you need to upgrade a computer. That also could mean that uh, you need a better camera that has a better workflow. And again, the answers to those questions, whether you're beginner, intermediate, whatever budget you're at, is at thinkgearguide.com. So I'm not really going to shout out any specific cameras here. But number one, do you want to upgrade your camera? Number two, do you want to upgrade your lenses or get new lenses? This can be very meaningful. Kyle was just negotiating with me uh, here on the podcast set, being like, bro, we need a 50 millimeter G Master Prime for this setup here because of the length of the room. R good reasoning. And I was like, okay, bro, so we got to spend three grand. I mean, it's like a 2000 something dollar lens. Um, but I was like, okay, let's do it. You know, because we had, is it in the budget? Is it going to produce a look that we want? Is it going to be used for years to come? Especially when it comes to lenses, if you invest, as they say, in good glass, 
they're something that could be used for years. And a lot of times they hold their value. So you can upgrade your lenses and really continue to just add to your kit. Number three is audio. Now, we're, we're already geeky. If you're still with me on the podcast, I appreciate you being here. We're about to be, get crazier geeky here because in audio, there's multiple categories. There's lav mics, shotgun mics, wireless mics, USB mics, fancy XLR mics. There's all kinds of different microphones. So a lavalier is a corded microphone typically, right? You're going to connect that to your shirt, to your jacket. Shotgun goes on top of the camera. You could boom the shotgun if you create some kind of a boom pull setup. Nolan did a really good video about that. There's a $15 boom mic hack, boom mic hack that he did on our Think Media channel. Wireless microphones are popping right now. You got the DJI one, the Rode one. Those also are very multi-purpose. See, a lot of microphone creators and gear creators realize that like the Rode Wireless Go actually has an input so it could be a lav mic wireless. It could also itself just be clipped onto your jacket. It also can be plugged into smartphones as well as a DSLR or mirrorless camera. So there's an overlap here. Now, USB mic is basically limited to the desktop setup, but very important. If you do want to stream or record from your desk, you could do it with a USB mic. Or XLR-wise, you can do the same in almost any context, but now you get into how what is that XLR being plugged into. That's just a fancier level. And so number one, cameras. Number two, lenses. Number three, audio. Number four, editing computer or laptop. This probably is under-talked about. I think too many people are overspending on their camera and they're underspending on their computer. Your computer, assuming you're editing and putting together your content, is probably the biggest bottleneck to your productivity. If you can edit faster, render and export faster, by the way, your internet connection would be a footnote here too, like spending money on upgrading your internet speed in the content creator career is a no-brainer. And... Getting a good editing computer or laptop, if you're on a tiny laptop with a 14-inch monitor and it's got you hunched over at a weird desk, it's going to be hard to be super productive as opposed to getting multiple monitors perhaps. Getting a monitor that allows you to edit quickly, see everything that you need to see. So that is an endlessly deep conversation, but probably some of your dollars best spent is going to be on upgrading your computer, upgrading your laptop. That makes the largest impact to your time. Number five, tripod. Would it be helpful to get new stabilization? Are you interested in getting a moving slider of some kind? That would be another stabilization kind of category. Something that's going to up your production value. Number six is lighting. Huge. You, of course, could do. We have big softbox lighting in this case. Um, in this shoot, we've got some light poles that are RGB so they can add color to the scene. Lots of different levels of lighting. And some lights are on camera. Some la- lights attached to your monitor. One of the biggest things to consider with lighting is the space that you have in your room or around your setup. Typically, the bigger the softbox, the bigger the light source, the more flattering and better it is. It feels more like the size of the sun in terms of how distributed the light is. But if you're in a tiny home office with low ceilings, it's going to limit the size of lighting and perhaps how much of a monstrosity it looks like. So different aspects to think about with lighting. Number seven is storage. I always, when I'm upgrading, think about SD cards, 
hard drives, all those types of things. Um, storage for the future, backups. SD cards is another one when it comes to speed. Some cameras in 4K will not even record in 4K if the SD card is not fast enough. Um, one of the things personally that I do, and I record a lot in my Seattle office by myself, and I'm solo up there, so I'm just, I've got my own workflow. So I got the fastest card reader possible. I made sure it could plug into my PC with the fastest Thunderbolt possible. And I get the fastest SD cards possible so that when I film 4K, gigabytes and gigabytes of footage on my Canon camera, I can transfer it as fast as possible. And again, maybe overkill. And the other option is just be patient, you know, use the gear you have and wait. But all of those links in the chain, the card reader speed, the card itself, the transfer speed, depending on how much content you want to pop out, pump out, are important. Number eight is audio interface or multi-channel podcast recorder. If you have an XLR mic, you may need an audio interface at a desktop. A very popular multi-channel podcast recorder is the Rodecaster. There are other tools like that. If you want to do a video podcast and have multiple guests, multiple inputs, tools like that can be incredibly helpful. And as we go through this list, some of these things are not necessary. It's just a way to audit where are you now? Where do you want to go? What are some different categories you might want to dip your toes into? Number nine is a capture card or a device for going live. Do you want to use a fancy camera? I mentioned the cam link earlier for your desktop setup. Do you want to use a fancy camera? You could plug that into a capture card. There's a little HDMI USB. It's $10 sometimes during holiday sales. Um, and it works pretty good. I don't even know which one is which because there's all these different listings on Amazon that are white labeled or whatever. Or you just go with the fancy brand and a CamLink. CamLink 4K comes in at right around $100 and it's oftentimes quite a bit less. And now you are able to have one piece necessary for having a fancier camera setup. Number 10 could be specialty cameras. Are you in the mood? Do you have the vision to get some kind of action camera, underwater camera, drone, action sports? This would also include gimbals and accessories that could help you film um, with a, another camera with movement. Are you doing any kind of video production or freelance video? If you are, you, you probably would already know all this stuff. But again, part of the checklist. Number 11, software. Huge opportunity here. Can I upgrade my video editing software? Can I invest in AI tools to help me go faster? Can I invest in project management tools? Especially around the holidays, software companies usually give big discounts. Can I invest in YouTube tools? Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales related to software. And so I'd be asking, what is the hardware that I need and that I want for the vision of the content that I want to create in the future? And what is the software that could help me go faster, help me improve my workflow as a solo creator to be more organized, to work through projects, to optimize my videos quicker with something like vidIQ, can I, to, to improve my overall workflow? and to potentially work with the team, project management, software, et cetera. And then number 12, before we get to the four questions to summarize, is accessories. And this list could be endless. This could be another 36 things. But for example, in this room right now, there are sound panels. There could be office upgrades, shelves, 
mounts, different ways to mount your cameras, mount your lighting, C-stands, you get it into fancier stuff. And all of those things could be on your list. So that's my personal upgrade checklist. As we shop at Think Media, especially over the holidays, we think a couple things. Number one, there are legitimate discounts around Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Number two, we also think about year-end spending that we want to spend strategically for there it being a tax write-off. Um, and we're not just trying to look for ways to waste money. We're just asking in those 12 categories, is there anything that could improve our speed and improve our workflow? And so I'm kind of getting ahead of myself as we land the plane. Remember, go to thinkgearguide.com for answers to your specific questions. Okay, Sean, I would love to upgrade my fancy camera. I want to get a fancy camera. What's the best one under $1,000? Perfect. We will answer that question. Um, I'm looking for the best microphones that are wireless uh, on a budget. What are the best softwares that you recommend? And we're updating Think Gear Guide actively throughout the holiday season so that it has some of the best sales and some of the best things happening uh, and going on. So definitely check that out. But here's four questions to summarize. And if your brain didn't hurt after this episode, you're amazing. Definitely smash like if you watch on YouTube and don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen. But four questions to separate. Will this help me save time? This would be the item is in the cart. You're ready to check out. This is like you can justify to your spouse. You know, you could justify, honey, uh, I need to buy more lenses. This was me back in um, my whole life. Uh, honey, I'm going to buy this. It, do you really need that lens? Mm, I don't know if I could answer that question. But if like, honey, I'm going to buy, honestly, a new phone. Like people critique sometimes the innovation of smartphones. I'm like the processor itself, meaning the processor of the phone that goes faster. The fact that the apps load faster and it creates. Now, mind you, I use my phone all day, every day to create content. So it's always a no-brainer. Will this help me save time? Time is money and speed is power. So if yes, then it's maybe a good move to make and invest. Will this help me make more money? Can I make money directly with it? Early on in my career, I was making money doing freelance video and doing YouTube, hoping that I would eventually be able to do that full-time. So when I would buy gear, I was applying it to video production itself that clients hired me for. So I could justify and say like, I actually will make more money. Now, sometimes I could still produce the final result and I just wanted some gear. You know, we all have a little bit of gas gear acquisition, acquisition syndrome. You just always buy, you just buy new stuff like, oh, this will kind of make the shot look cooler. Like the client didn't even care, but of course I cared about my craft and I was addicted to buying gear. But ultimately, will this help me make more money directly? Will this improve my content and make me money indirectly? Can you guarantee that improved video quality will increase your monetization or the sales in your business? Not necessarily, but brand lift, right? Your brand being elevated is a big deal. So will this improve my content and make me money indirectly? If it's a notable improvement of your video, I believe it will. If your audience, your viewers, the people who don't even know you that know you yet, the people who don't even know you yet see that content, see the ev evolution, the elevation could be powerful. Is this a tax write-off? I'm not a CPA, but it probably is. And even if you're new and this is a hobby, if you flip your mindset and set out with the intent for 
YouTube being a business, content creation being a business, you having a little independent media company ran out of your house, which is the mentality I would recommend, then check with the CPA. The cool thing about everything we've talked about in this episode is it's a tax write-off. And taxes is one of the biggest bills you will pay in your life. It's probably your biggest expense. And it's unknown. And we do it unwillingly or unknowingly. And so I'm always looking for ways that I can follow my passion, which I love video and content creation, and save on my taxes in the process. This is one of those ways. Of course, that's not financial advice. Final two questions. Is this a need or a want? Do I need this to improve the quality of my AVL or is it just a want? And then final question. What is my ideal vision for my content? Let's just dream a little bit. And with no fear of missing out or comparison, Maybe this isn't the season where you upgrade to your full dreams, but what is a step you could take towards your ideal vision? And as you start thinking about the dream of being able to buy whatever you want, shop without looking at the price when it comes to gear or to get brand deals and sponsorships related to gear, that can light the fire again to hustle. Go make some content with the, with the gear you already have. Go make some money, build your channel, find some multiple streams of income, monetize so that you can live into your ideal vision for your content. I want to encourage you, dream big, start small, and do the work. And don't forget to check out thinkgearguide.com. My name is Sean Cannell, rhymes with YouTube channel. I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.